Thank you to everybody for for joining in once again. So tonight is another session for the Start 2023 Smarter Series. This is November 21st, right? And, um, you know, um, it was just an, an idea that was inspired, I believe, by God, you know, to have these conversations for business owners. This is specifically for entrepreneurs because I have more of those people in my community that, that are following me, right? So, and I believe we would not, you know, uh, do justice to this series if we don't talk about money, if we don't talk about finances. Thank you, Timmy, for joining in. That was one of our, that was the previous guest we had, you know. So today, tonight, we're talking about finances. We're talking about business, uh, finances and business. So people have clients, they have customers, they're making money, you know, they have their you know, bank accounts and all of that. But I believe that there are things that we are not doing well. And that's, those are the things I wanted us to talk about. And that was why I said I would really love to have you uh, being a finance uh, expert and a business analyst. Um, you know, so that was why I said, okay, I would like to have you. What are the things businesses, business owners, SMEs, what are the things they should look out for? You know, you're making money what are the steps they need to make to be able to manage the money they are making and how to put the money in the right places, right? So this is what I, I wanted you to talk about. So you would have about 15 minutes. Then after that, I'll take questions. And I believe people would also ask questions. They would take that. So 30 minutes, 35 max, 40 minutes, we should be done. So I'll mute my mic. Then you can go ahead and speak, sir. Thank you. All right. Um, good evening, everyone. Um, as uh, Tayo Joe has said earlier, my name is Adeliki Ajose. Um, I would first of all like to thank Tayo for inviting me. Thank you for this invite. And um, I think it's actually very important that we take a look at the finances. So um, I'll be speaking from, I mean, he has said that SMEs, but really finance is finance, whether in your house or in your company. Uh, yeah, there may be slight differences in terms of how you run your show in terms of some of the items that you will have, but I mean, your finance is still your finance. So if you're here, you are not a business owner and you still want, you know, to listen and you can still, I mean, there's always something for you. So I'll, I'll be speaking to finances generally. And um, you know, the interesting thing is that some of these things we see, there are things that, you know, some of these things are the things that we already know. Um, sometimes, like Ty has said, there are sometimes that you know you for, you have forgotten. I think it was your post I saw earlier today that there are things that you you know that worked for you a couple of years back, but you know you had forgotten them. It's actually time for you to go back to those things and then you know keep doing that. So a lot of times we have year and years we have what we call the um, New Year resolution. You say, ah, this year 2020, oh my God, gone. This year, I'm going to stop this. I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to do all of that. I'm going to do all of that. Yeah, we do that all the time. And then, you know, midway, maybe at the end of January, you then start, you know, I mean, then you don't think about it. Ah, come, I said I was going to stop this too, but I haven't stopped it too. Maybe I'll stop now. And before you know what's going on, you know, fatigue sets in and then we go back to our default, for lack of a better word, default mode and, you know, keep doing what we've been doing. So, um, having said all that, I think it's time for me to actually dive into the finances. So um, sit back, relax, and enjoy. And please take your notes and your um, virals, your pens, and then you know, jot as much as you will jot because finance, I'll tell you, is the bane of any business. 
So um, where do I start from? I can actually approach this topic from different angles. But I would like to start from, you know, um, the scratch of the year. I will start from your plan, your planning for a new year, <clears throat> your business, because businesses are actually, um, um, they're in, how do I call this now? Um, in phases or then periods, let me put it that way. Then periods, I mean, you don't just keep running. Yes, businesses are meant to run in perpetuity. Yes, but those part, that perpetuity is actually broken into different cycles or different seasons. Um, for example, you normally will break it into either, either monthly or yearly or, you know, or quarterly or half yearly and all of that. So um, it's important that as you begin any cycle that you're, that you're trying to run or that you're planning for, you need to plan. This is a new year coming, this is 2023 coming. Um, most businesses, I must confess, start their year from January to December. I mean, some start from April to March, I mean, whatever it is. But because the annual budget of the country we reside in, which is Nigeria, I mean, this is global. For most countries, actually, their budget runs from January to December. So it's assumed that every year is really January to December. So as everybody is preparing, the country is preparing, the government are preparing for the current new year, it's also important that we also, as either individuals or businesses, plan for the new year. Um, so how do you plan? What do you need to do? And when do you need to start planning? I mean, I will say that it's not too early to start planning for the next year. As a business owner, it's expected that as you're running the year, you're planning for the next year. I mean, you should continuously look for, you have short-term goals, you have medium-term goals, you have long-term goals. For you to meet your long-term goals, you need to be able to meet your medium-term goals. For you to meet your medium-term goals, you need to be able to meet your short-term goals. So this is what it is. You have, you look at the bigger picture, which is your long-term goal, and you break it down into medium-term goals and then short-term goals. I mean, basically that's how it works. So, um, for example, um, I want to run a blue-chip organization. That's one of the things I really want to do, a consultancy outfit, um, you know, that will transcend one part of, you know, the world, one part of the globe to another, right? You know, you want to have a consultancy firm that will you know, be from, um, yeah, yeah, yes, we're in Nigeria now, but I mean, at some point I'll have to cover the entire Africa, at some point I'll have to, okay, maybe West Africa first, and then move to Africa, then you know start moving to different continents little by little and then that yeah that that so um you need to plan like i was saying you need to plan so how do you plan you look at what you want to do so the long-term plan is to have a global consultancy firm yes or i want to be a global globally um, uh, represented brand maybe shoemaker or whatever it is i mean um, i want to make shoes that be accepted globally right so i then trickle that out. okay so how do i get there what are those things i need to do to get to where i want to get to and then i break it down to say okay for me to be able to get there let me even first of all start with my current location leaders let me satisfy the needs of people within the rest and then you know break it down short terms medium time and then to get to that so so also the country is preparing for 2020 need to budget. I don't know if any of you have seen the budget. But as a business owner, one of the things you need to be one of the things you need to look at 
is the budget of whichever country you decide. Or the budget of whichever country you're trading in. It's very, very important because that's where the opportunities are. You cannot afford not to know the direction in which the country is going. If Nigeria is actually trying to move away from oil into agriculture, and we are stuck on I mean, oil products, food oil products, food oil, I mean, you'll be stuck at some point because you know, how much is being budgeted for this? Follow the money, that's the will of the game. You follow where the money is going. So whatever you're planning to do, whatever budget you're doing, has to, for lack of a better word, align to whatever the budget of the country is. Now, I said that to say that you need to have a budget. That's the number one thing you need to do as a business. So have a budget for the entire year. I don't know how many of you have done this, but if you have not done that, go on system. And there are different ways you can actually drop your budget. The budget is very easy to drop. I don't think it's one very big. Okay, I'll give you a typical example. Um, when Ladies, when you are going to the market, write a list of what you want to do. In that type, you write a list of vegetable out to fish. Buy fish, buy vegetable, buy oil, buy pepper, and then you put a price tag to whatever it is that decided. That's a good business. Business owner, and I also encourage individuals to do this. You think of every year when some of my wife will sit down. There's a difference, but there is a deficit. You quickly know how to plug the deficit before we get to that point where we're stuck. If you know that whatever our expenses are, will be more than the income we're looking at. But let's say more school, sorry, I'm looking my French. So you need to look for alternative sources of income or you cut down on your expenses. If, for example, in, during the year you spend an average of, um, say, you spend an average of like 500 on biscuits, coke, snacks, all those kind of things. Wait, during that budget already will tell you. It will tell you that, guy. Yeah. So the budget is like a reflection of what happened last year. So you need to, first of all, you need to affect your budget. So every business, I assume, and I just assume that every business without having to write, document every amount you spend, every is enough. You don't have to be an accountant to do that. And any business that doesn't have that, sorry, you are not a business. You must document that because there are a lot of things that are hinged on that. There's no way you can analyze your cost. There's no way you can know your spending. I'm sure you cannot even say that whether you're making profit or loss if you don't do that. So, number one, like I said, is you need to write your books. Your books must be in order. Okay, so um, I hope you can still see this. So, you can hear me. So, um, like I was saying, you need to have your books. You can hear you. Yes. So it seems the, the, the audio okay. It seems the audio was going low at some point, so it's okay. 
Yes, okay, but it's, it's, it's back now. You can hear properly. Right? Yes. Okay. So, like I was saying, you need to first of all contribute to I will very briefly I'm going to explain what that is and what you need to do to do that. You have different categories, you have your assets, you have your liabilities, you have your income, you have your expenses, you have the basic four categories that you need to So after you have had your, you, know, you look at those books, study them, analyze them properly. Once they are analyzed, then based on what happened last year and the direction to which you want to move in the current year, you then need to plan and draw the project. Budget is your plan. After you've done up your budget, next thing for you to do is to prepare. You plan and then prepare. The difference between your plan and your preparation is that you have planned. You said this is what you want to do, it's what you want to prepare. Um, so, preparation will be looking. For example, you have said that um, you are going to have an income, you are going to increase your customer base by 20%. At 50 customers last year, this year, you are looking to have an average of about 70. So, how do you then prepare? You have planned. That's your budget. The preparation is then you then start reaching out. Uh, Tao Joe is a marketing digital marketing consultant. He tell you that he tell you what you need to do to you know, reach out to people. So you, you begin to then market. That's preparation. You then begin to market your product. You begin to speak to this person. Speak to that person. This is what we do. We would like to have your board this year. We can meet your needs. All of that. So you prepare, and then once you have done the preparation. Once you enter into the new year, what you do is you begin to execute. It's easier for you to execute. Now, you need to also understand that once you execute things are likely not to go exactly the way you plan them to go. Sometimes things go south, sometimes they go north. It is. But the cardinal rule is that you do not panic. Because I am one of the people that have the opinion that every problem has a solution. Irrespective of what the challenge is, irrespective of what it looks like, there's always a solution to whatever the problem is. So don't panic once your challenge starts going south. Oh, sorry, once your plan starts going south, don't panic. Calm down, and then what you do is you recalibrate, you strategize, and then you go again, realign, then take another shot at it. Then if it still doesn't work, you realign, you keep realigning until you get to that point where, yeah, everything is set. That's basically the only way you can achieve your goal. So let me quickly run through, I mean, go through the things and the finance part of it where um, ideally I'm supposed to um, discuss tonight. I'm so much of the time. So sorry about that. So um, as business owners, you need to understand that there are four categories of, you know, when you're writing your books, four categories of things that you need to take a look at. Number one are your assets. What are your assets? Your assets are the things you own. So, assets will include your cash, assets will include um, your um, properties, I mean, it could be vehicles, it could be um, landed property, it could be buildings, it could be equipment, I mean, it could be tailor, and have your sewing machine. One of your assets will be your sewing machine. If you're um, a carpenter, and then you have your saws, your tools, basically work tools, your tools. yes, the laptop is also an asset. So, you have your assets. Then, for those of you who are selling merchandise, whatever you choose, I'll tell you assets. And then I go to liabilities. The liabilities are the things that you own. Own, own. O-W-N, assets. O-W-E, liabilities. 
So that means these are the things that you owe people. For example, some of the shoes you are buying to resell, you bought them in credit. You explain to the guy, guy, when I can sell you, you know, I will pay you. You are still owing the guy some money. That money you are owing him is your liabilities. You have your assets, you have your liabilities. Right? So assets and liabilities. Now, these are these two items are the things that actually show um and then equity, equity is the last one. Equity is the amount you put into the business. It's also a liability technically because you hold the business. It's just that you're not collecting it back. So you have your assets, liability, and then your equity. So those are actually items that will show the position of your business at any point in time. Now you have your assets on one side, you have your liabilities and equity on the other side. These two must be equal to each other. At every point in time, Equity and liability must be equal to your total assets because your asset is what is funding your liabilities. That being said, so then we move to the other two items, which are both your income and your expenses. Okay, so your income, uh, the, I mean, some people call it revenues, some people call it sales, whatever name you give it, is the amount of money that comes. Total amount of money that comes into your business, flows through your business, is called you have then you have your expenses. What are your expenses? Your expenses are the money you spend out of the business. So at the end of the day, there's a difference between your income and your expenses. Where there's no difference, it's called a break-even position. It means that the amount you have spent is equal to the amount that your income business. So it is called break-even position, right? But a lot of times, there's you don't have the break-even position. You have either a profit position or a loss position. Profit position is where your income is more than your expense. That means you have more money than you have spent. You realize more money than you have spent. I mean, for every business owner, that's the dream. That has to be a position. You are in business to make money, not to spend money. So when you have more expenses than your income, that becomes a loss position. No business wants to do that. And that is not sustainable because you will need to fund the losses. So, and that's actually whatever it is. That, that's, um, um, your, those are the items that you need to look out for as you're writing your books. Um, so, I will quickly mention a couple of things you need to look at. Your receivables and payables. So those are tips. Those are things that you need to look out for when you're in any business. Receivables are the monies that people are owing you. Payables are the monies that you are owing people. Now, a lot of times, the mistake we make in businesses, and you need to note this ahead of time, ahead of 2023. It's very important. Now, a lot of times, our receivables, we take a long time to collect our receivables. Mm -hmm. We are very quick to make payments. In business, this is not sustainable. Because your receivables should fund your payable. The money you are receiving, your customers are owing you. You should be funding what you're paying people that you are owing. It's a business, it's not you. So if you have a policy that you are paying your liability, which are your payables, you're paying your payables in 30 days, and you have 60 days to receive your uh, receivables, then you might have a challenge. At some point, you'll be cash trapped. I mean, there's what you call cash flow. That cash flow, I mean, your cash comes in, cash goes out. So, whatever comes in, 
will be more than what is going out. Else, you'll be stuck. You will not be able to pay your liabilities. You will not be able to meet your needs. You will not be able to pay what you're supposed to pay. So, at any point in time, you need to ensure that you keep an eye on your invoices. Keep an eye on your receivables. And as much as possible, and if you say, no party for jungle, as much as possible, collect your money cash even before you supply goods, before you, before you supply services. Collect your money. Because, and if you know you cannot collect your money, constantly be in their faces. And I, don't mean, I don't mean that you should be rude. As a matter of fact, you should not be rude to your customers. But what you do is constantly be in their faces. Oh, ah, my guy, how far? How are you? So, how's everything? I just said I should greet you. You know how somebody will call you? You know you're only the person, and the person is calling you and say, ah, what's that for? I just said I can greet you. You know, you are stylishly requesting for your money. The guy knows that you this guy is and if it's taking too long, you ask for your money. There's no crime. There's no crime in you asking for your money. Of course, how far? I'll you. That money, I mean, that money, I mean, I need to pay some bills. Ask for it. It's your money. There's no shame in that. Some people don't know how to ask for Some people will tell you that I don't know how to, uh, to ask for my money. Like, you're not ready for business. I used to have a boss. They call her Madam Tasha. When it comes to receivables, She's late now. God rest her soul. She knows how to. I mean, she will do whatever she needs to do to get her money. And after she's gotten her money, then we can be friends again. Then you can then you know, have that conversation. But when it comes to business, business is business. It's not friendship. Collect your money. Wake up. Collect your money. What you're supposed to collect it. So, turn down your receivables as much as possible. Make sure you collect them as well. And then your payables. If you are constantly in their faces, then they remember you. If you are not constantly in their faces, businesses have a lot of bills to pay. So they will only remember those that are constantly in their faces. If they are in their faces, then you, know, you need to also do that. So, um, so I'll just, a few tips that I'll leave you with before I quickly hand it back over to you. Is that you, for your business to succeed, especially in 2022, there are certain things you need to do. Now, not only business, but as an individual, for you not to run into nothing but Number one, you need to have emergency funds. Set money aside. Don't spend everything that you receive. So, I had an experience. It was, um, I mean, I've been out of job. I've lost my job twice. You know, I, I believe I can be vulnerable. Now, on those two occasions, one was tougher than the other one. First time, I did not have emergency savings. And then I ran into murky waters and I had to, practically leave from hard to work. Practically had to do odd jobs. Just to, Myself, sustain myself and my family. Second time, I was, I mean, God helped me, I was able to have emergency funds. So, I mean, it was, I was not even afraid when the whole thing came because I knew that, well, come on, I had something to fall back on. So, I fell back on that and, you know, it was quite helpful. So, you need to have emergency funds as a business or as an individual. Keep money somewhere. Don't say because you won the contract, 250 million naira contract, you have to spend everything. You have to go and buy a Range Rover. Yeah, they must know we have arrived. Plus, obviously, cut down on your expenses as much as possible. You get my second point is trim down on your expenses, your regular expenses. You don't have what you don't have to spend. Ask yourself this question before you spend money: Is it necessary? Is it compulsory to spend this money? If the answer is not compulsory. Is it necessary? I mean, there are some things that we buy that are absolutely not necessary. There are some things we waste money on that are not necessary. I mean, 
life is a lot easier now. A lot of things have gone digital. My, in my mind, do I really have to print a letter? I mean, do I have to have a stack of letter in our place? The worst thing is we need to cut down in business. If there's no need for you to go and like, print uh, one, five rings of letterhead somewhere, and then, come on, you've gone digital. Have the letterhead on your laptop. You need to do a letter. Okay, best case scenario, you want to use concrete paper. Buy concrete paper, keep it aside, or matching or whatever it is. Print one you need. Cut down on your expenses. Don't do whatever you need to do. Third thing I'll say is improvise. Improvisation is key. You need to be able to adapt. I'll say improvise or adapt. Whatever the situation you find yourself, be very quick to adapt to it. You need to quickly readjust. I mean, if you're in a situation where your first quarter you have not made your full quarter of the budget for the year, you should know automatically that you need to cut down the expense. So you improvise. Where you can use one staff to do three, four jobs instead of hiring somebody. You have it on your plan for the year that you want to hire four or five people. And you have not made the money you said you would make. Rather than hire four or five people, hire two and then it. Improvise. Look at the skills they have. Adjust whatever it is you can do. Let them do the work of the other people. And I believe that at that point, you don't need that much because I mean, you probably don't have enough customers. That, right? So, when you realize that the income is not as much as it is, what you do is then you generate additional Figure out how you can do that. Generate additional skill, do whatever you need to do, and then um, to, to get extra funds. And one thing businesses want to do for which is the last thing I've said today, because I said the other thing before I said five, right? Is insurance cover. It's important. As a business, I remember in 20, I think, 2019, I was robbed. We took my Mac laptop away, all the entire front end, my screened, all of that. But, I mean, when the whole thing happened, they said, bring your bag, bring your bag, bring your bag. People just gave it to them. Why? Because I knew my laptop was in short. I got my money back, I got my laptop, and God did it in such a way that even the money they would give, they were taking me paid into my account with me. I didn't know how that happened. I mean, that's totally for another day. That's Greece. I mean, it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen every day. It doesn't happen. But, what I'll say is that that's la on the last and the final note, I'll leave you with have an insurance cover for your assets. Be possible for your life. Have an insurance cover. It's no waste of money. People think that it's waste of money. I know that it's no waste of money. It will help you. It will help you particularly when you then realize that when you suffer a loss, you don't realize that how much you have to pay for How much did I pay for cover for that laptop? At the end of how much did I get? So, um, back to what I'm saying again. So, I will quickly reiterate the key points. Key point number one. Number one, have your books kept together. Number two, plan. Have a budget. Number three, prepare. Based on the budget you've had, make contacts you need to make, do whatever you need to do in preparation for the new year. And then finally, you execute. And then, you know, it's a cycle. You execute, make adjustments, execute, make alignment, execute, and that. So I hope you've um, learned a few things from um, my TED Talk today. Thank you very much. Thank you, Tyler, for having me. Um, I'm happy to take questions. All right, sir. Thank you so much. These are really, really powerful insights. Uh, we apologize for the audio. I think the audio was, you know, dwindling, but I could hear you, actually. Uh, I don't know what happened. I think that's why I usually like to use an earpiece because you never can tell how these platforms are, you know. So thank you so much. Uh, interestingly, I wanted to ask a question, but you had even answered it. Like, 
you you know uh, in terms of the emergency fund so uh, but i think I, I would ask this one question um in the sense that what is your advice you know uh let's say there's a business owner you know um he has some debts let me just use maybe a case a case study now let's say someone is in debt of let's say one point uh million naira. this is a business person now an entrepreneur running his own business and is in debt as a result of some poor decisions and all of that you know having debt is not the end of the road definitely so uh once you're alive you are, there's hope <laughs> and like you said every problem always has an expiry date at some points everything is going to end you know and then the higher we go i've discovered the higher you go the higher the challenges the higher the the things you need to surmount you know the, i mean i remember many many years ago i saw an headline it was in january that dangote lost something something million dollars you know and i could imagine asking myself i think that there was like it's a lot of money <laughs> You know, for you to lose that money, it means you have so much more. So, I remember some time I lost some, I made some investment decisions. And um, I think at that time it was about, um, at different points, I staggered it, it was about 3 million naira, thereabouts. In fact, the first time I lost money was about 100k. How? What? Guess what? I survived it. As I moved higher, I made some investments also. And then I lost well over three million naira. And at that point, you know, I had grown from because I had realized that I'd grown from that level of uh, I lost money. Yay, my money has gone. Away. So you calm down, first of all. Not thankfully the money was not wasn't totally dead. It was partly dead, partly my own money, partly I think I had about two million naira my own money and then one million naira debt. So, what you do first of all is you look at the situation, look at the circumstance, look at how much you are owing in total, look at how much do you have coming in. Based on what to pay your debts, pay it down. If, for example, your income is Say um, your business income is fifty million every year, and you have looked at your expense, give a profit of about uh, okay. A certain percentage of this will go to the payment of this debt, and then you pay down, negotiate the debt. Then I mean, what's okay? I'll be paying you this. Amount every every creditor wants to collect their money, and they know that see some people irrespective of what happens, they, they will. I mean, you will pay your money back. I mean, you pay the debt back, but at this, it's just that at this point you are not able to you know, repay it. Perhaps you've got you've gone past the period that you promised you are going to pay. You know? They will call debt rescheduling. We schedule it and we structure it. Debt rescheduling and we structure it. We structure the debt to suit whatever income is coming. In. And then, uh, so you need to also be careful. So as you are rescheduling or restructuring your debt, make sure that even if you have more to pay than what you have, you know, because your integrity is very important. 
if you have instructed to pay 30, uh, like 3 million every month, and then you have income of about 2 million that you, you can still, you know, you can still spare. Throw it in. Because the, more, the longer your debt stays, particularly if it has interest on it, the more money you will lose. So pay that down, pay, pay as much as you can, and then you know, gradually you decrease your debt till you notice that you plan for it and then structure it in such a way that you know you can make payments back. Have a conversation. Don't start integrity is very important in business. Don't start avoiding people because you owe them money. If they call you, pick their call. Call you at this money you are expecting some money so they will rant is normal they will rake is normal but as much as possible pick their calls ensure that your integrity is intact yeah even nigeria is owing money so please and i'm not saying that you go about borrowing money that you cannot pay all right thank you yeah that's true that's true so so sorry i think the, the network has just been messing up but i think i'll find a way most likely i would um, i'll extract the audio from this and then put it on my podcast you know because i think it affected our communication thank you so so much for that um, for that answer i think the, the next question i want to ask so this should be the i mean this should wrap this up um it should be about people that they are running businesses but they need fund they need funding you know, what are your suggestions or what is your advice for people that maybe their business is capital intensive, you know, so they need a lot of funds and, you know, they can't, you can't, you know, get money from people. Um, okay, do you subscribe to borrowing? I don't know if you can hear me. Do you subscribe to borrowing or getting a loan for a business? Yeah, that, that, that's exactly the question. Then how should you kick off a business when you don't have capital? Okay, so the first thing I'll say is um, debt in itself is not a bad thing, right? Um, but how you apply the debt is what will differentiate whether it's good or bad. Now, if you're, if you're starting a business, I will always suggest that you bootstrap. Now, what does that mean? It means that you use your own money or use, if you're going to borrow money, collect money or borrow money, interest-free money from family and friends with the intention of paying back or don't go and borrow money that you will not pay back. I mean, the business has to be, you know, stable enough for you to be able to, for you to, be able to do that, right? So if you're going to be borrowing money, you're going to be involved in debt, please, by all means, either it is interest-free or it's a low interest because it doesn't make sense for you to borrow money at 20% interest and your profit margin is 10%. That business is dead on arrival. Why? Because you, you are earning 10%. The bank is, you are going to be giving the bank 20% of the monies you are earning. So where is the remaining 10% going to come from? I'll say that. So, and then I'll also say that, um, see, there are some businesses that you cannot fund by yourself. That's the truth. They are very capital intensive. And so you may seek other ways of funding them. Now, asset financing is one of those ways you can, I mean, it doesn't have to, you don't have to go and borrow money from the bank. Asset financing is one of them. That means then you can collect assets from somebody on higher purchase and then you pay down as the asset is making money, right? You can also figure out a way to get people to partner with you. I mean, do equity. You can do equity instead of debt. 
So there are two ways to finance your business. Either you're financing through equity or you're financing through debt. So whichever one pays, and there's no one that is best suited. I mean, there's no one size cap fits all. If, I mean, some businesses might be better. It depends on the circumstances. It depends on several factors, like the person you're dealing with, the circumstances, the kind of business you're running, and then even yourself, whether you're a risk, you're a risk taker or you're a risk averse. So all of those factors, Will determine whether you're going for equity or you're going for debt. Now, for equity, some people believe that no, it's my business. Why? Why should I sell my business to people? So, my question to those kind of people would be: Would you rather have hundred percent of one million dollars, hmm, or two percent of hundred million dollars? That's always my question. So, if you can actually leverage on other people's wealth and other people's monies or other people's wealth of experience or whatever it is to expand your business astronomically, then why not do that? Why hang on, hold on to your business that, like your life depends on it? So you need to, but I also, there's always this caveat also that I always you know, like to say that when you are getting an investor or a partner, you also need to be careful um, so that they don't completely collect that business from you because if you're not very careful, they will, I mean, if you go divulge all your information to them, they will just move, push you aside, get the business, and then you know run the business. I've, there are several people that have been pushed out of business. I mean, the business they created by themselves. I mean, they just like I mean, they just push them one side, and then the business continued, and then they move them out of business. So you need to be careful for that. Don't want collect money that you. Be very very to get a lawyer or get somebody who is very vast with credit to help you take a look at the terms of that loan you're collecting. You need to be sure that the, lo the business itself can repay that loan and you're not paying the, repaying the loan from the pocket. Um, hopefully in the beginning, I intend to run another series just to reiterate some of these things. And I hope that uh, I, would, I would love to really have you on board. Uh, most likely it's going to be a Zoom session. Um, so it's more, it's more interactive, it's more closed door. All right, so thank you so much, sir, for spending this time with me. I, I'm really grateful. Um, it's been a pleasure to host you tonight. Um, so do have a wonderful night. Uh, I don't know if you have any last words before you sign out. Thank you so much for having me. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's been very wonderful to okay. uh, share this with you. Thank you so much. All right, sir. Thank you. Have a great night and a great week ahead. So thank you everybody for the session. Um, so we will be having some other sessions, you know, this is November. Uh, we're supposed to have all the sessions in November alone, but uh, most likely we might extend to next month, most likely. You know, I'm, I'm gonna have more experts, you know, to come share some ideas with us. Uh, on Thursday, we should have another session and then we'll keep having these conversations to help other business owners, right?